Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from boxing to business. Fighting Manny Pacquiao is, is an experience. It's not a fight. Mindset to money. I, I think any business, you have to make it someone's third place. Speaking to some of the world's most interesting people. So that would be considered an example of a biohack, where I'm hacking my biology. From Sutherland, England, now living in Los Angeles, California. You put him in the ring with me in his day, and I'm talking his best day, and I'm 50 right now. I will knock him out. Here's your host, 2008 Olympic medalist and former undefeated professional boxer, Tony Jeffries. On this episode, we've got Luca Hosovar. Luca is amazing. This episode is a game changer. I'm not just seeing it so you listen to it. I believe that you, this, if you've got a business or if you want to just perform better in life, this episode will really do that if you do what he says. Luca is the coach of coaches. He's the businessman of businessmen. He, he coaches businessmen like myself and lots of other guys in the fitness industry in different industries as well, how to take your business to the next level. And he gives some gems on this podcast, how to do that. He also talks about growing your email list. And he's big into the principles of human psychology of marketing. And he talks about that, which it's, it's fascinating. Leadership. If you're leading other people, which most people are, how to become better at that. Also, what helped me was uh, the daily, daily practices to achieve your goals, which is something that no one's ever talked about before to me. And that's what really helped us, your daily practices to achieve your goals. It's a really, really good episode. Also, you can go to boxinglifepodcast.com and subscribe to my email list. I'm not going to bombard you with loads of junk mail. I'll send you an automatic email straight away talking about networking, how I think I'm a good networker, which I never knew I was, and how good networking can be to progress you in your career, in, in, in your life. Uh, so, yeah, go to the website and leave me an email there. Anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm sure you will. Also, the show notes to this episode, go to boxlifepodcast.com forward slash Luca, and everything he talks about will be in there. So if he mentions a website, anything like that, you can go and just click the link and go straight through to that. So here it is, the Box Life Podcast with Luca and myself, Tony Jeffries. Enjoy. Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. For us to yeah. Luca, how's it going, mate? Ah, wonderful, dude. You brought me out to this romantic place. Yeah, how do you like the, uh, I feel like the studio? You want, you want to hold hands for while we do the whole <laughs> Let's thing? Do <laughs> Let's fucking do fantastic. it. Let's do it. Fantastic. Luca, the first question I'd ask uh, my guests is if someone asks you and don't know who they are and they ask you, what do you do for a living, what, what would you tell them? Shit. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably answer it. You know, I'm a coach, right? Because people go like, what do you mean? What do you coach of, right? It just leads them down to right. a different thing. But the reality is... I mean, I, I, you know, in the gym, I still do coaching. Uh, at heart, I'm a coach. So, you know, uh, I help people get from, cause, and, and I'll go back to the fucking definition of that. And I, I, think, I think you know, the Martin, Rooney, Martin Rooney talked about it, right? Coach is somebody that helps people go from the place they are to the place that they want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's essentially like I'm a coach in the gym, but I also am a, a business coach. Right. Um, which ended up kind of developing later on after I, you know, I, I did really well with my, my, uh, my gym business. Um, but that, that's really is it, you know, no matter what profession you're in, if you're a coach, like the, the really simple answer is like you help somebody yeah. go from where they are to where they want to be. Not from point A to point B. People go like, oh, from point A to point B. I'm like, nah, because point fucking B could be somewhere they don't right, want to yeah, go. So yeah. it's like, you know, where they want to go. So you're helping people. You're still training people. So you've got a, let's, let's, so you've got a fitness facility. Yep. Figure ground in Seattle. Beautiful gym. And 
you're coaching people there, but you're also coaching people in business for fitness as yep. well, yep. right? So what's your, what's your big thing? What's your passion? Which one, which one do you do? I think, you know, it's, uh, the, the best way for me to explain it is that, that uh, the heart of everything is the gym. Um, yeah. And like everything else is the arteries coming out of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, business, business coaching developed from the success at a gym and me studying business and marketing and becoming a great coach, um, like helping people transform. Um, but I understood that, like, man, like to, to, you know, you could be a great coach and still suck at business and you're going to fucking yeah. be broke, period. You know, so like in the last, you know, over a decade, I developed uh, a lot of skills when it comes to business, um, you know, to running a business. And I think that's crucial. And so people would start reaching out to me and go, like, dude, how do you do this? How do you do that? You know, and, and I started coaching. And what I realized is that, like, I have a passion for coaching. So, you know, at, 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 the, at the foundational level, like, I'm, to me, I'm still a coach, right? right? I help people, like, change their lives. But, you know, five, five six, seven, eight years ago, I, you know, I'd, I'd probably tell you, like, like oh, man, I, I know program design the best and nutrition. Yeah. And, like, I can help you. But now I understand it's so much more than that. Like, people come you know, to feel a certain way, to become yeah. more confident, to like, yeah, get leaner and stronger and stuff like that. So foundationally, that's where I am. But like, I love business coaching, man. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm doing a bunch of small business coaching now too. And, and it's like, it, it, it fires me up to help somebody go from where they are to where they want to yeah. go. You I seem to have up. your fingers in a lot of pies. You seem yeah. to be everywhere, doing everything, traveling, running a successful gym. Then I was just up Seattle, uh, when was it last month? When yeah. you done your bigger ground fitness business summit, which yeah. was amazing. Uh, where where do you find time? Obviously, you, you've not got any kids yet, so that's a big one. We spoke about <laughs> before getting getting that out of the way before, yeah. before the kids come. Man, um, it's you know some people would say that uh, to me it's all interconnected, right? So uh, I don't know. It's funny because you do have a lot of a lot of people that say uh, don't um, you know don't do too many things at once, and and I agree with that to a certain degree. But you know what what if you uh, told Leonardo da Vinci not to fucking paint and do sculpture and create fucking, you know, uh, I don't know, new inventions, right? right? Like, it, it's like... I like how you compare yourself with him. Uh, man, listen, man, you, <laughs> you got to shoot high. <laughs> you got to shoot high. Uh, be inspired by people like that. But, you know, but that's, but that, but that's true. Like, I, I kind of take... Uh, I, I go where um, my passions and purpose take. Yeah. If, if I'm like, man, I, I love this, then that means I'll be... I'll be willing to work at it, right? right? I mean, and if I'm willing to work at it, it means I can get better at it and, and my skill set can improve. Um, and what I mean by it's interrelated, like for instance, um, you know, I, I, I do a bunch of real estate now, but how did that come about? Well, because I wanted to buy a building to own the gym, right. to build equity, and it just made sense long-term. Yeah. I was in that position. So we went into this huge project, you know, bought a commercial building, ripped it apart, construction, you know, in two and a half years, I learned more about that than I, That's than, awesome. than, yeah. than, and then, you know, in 30 plus years. But once again, you know, if people say, is your passion real estate? It's like, it's, no, it's not, but it's, but it is building communities, right? right? Yeah. Cause, cause the thing is, it's a lot easier to coach somebody to change in a great environment and a great community than it is in a shitty one. Right. So, yeah. so then it started going like, well, the, the, you know, the, the money that I made from the businesses reinvested into the business and buy real estate yeah. and that's a long-term good play so it's connected i see a lot of similarities in you as i do with myself like you get an idea and you just fucking go with it like you you seem i don't know if you are like you get excited by by different ventures and and like but with, but with that i find like sometimes you'll spread yourself too thin do you no. ever find you're hitting that yeah absolutely um and that was i mean i even uh <laughs> you know lately i hired a, a coach that's a good friend of mine named green but just to you know, it's funny. I, I hate to call it like a productivity coach because he's, he's he's a lot more than that. But uh, 
honestly, it's like to, to get me clarity for like the next, okay, this is the two, three things we're going to work on right now. That's it. Right. And then I have like a, I have a Google doc that's like Luca's next things and it's fucking forever yeah. long. You know what I mean? But, but it's like right now, like I have blocks of time and you say, you know, how do you do it all? And I think that when you become really, really, uh, I would say focused in blocks of time, you are able to do that, right? Because so I'll get up in the morning, I do my rituals, and for three hours, I turn off the phone and everything, and I just work on two different things, like every single day. Really? And I just work on that. Like, what will them be? What sort of things will them? Uh, so for instance, right now, it's systems for the gym, like completely revamping everything A to Z, nice. which will end up being, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a double whammy, because that's also going to be a fitness business course next year right. that I'm building. <laughs> so it doubles up. I'm yeah. going you know, the work one time to really get two things out of it. And the other is all the, the assets in the back end of the online coaching program that we're launching right. in, in January. So that time, that's all I fucking do. Nothing right. else. I don't go on social media. I don't answer anybody. I don't, you know what I mean? That's awesome. And uh, then, like, I have different times where I just shoot podcasts and videos with Gene. And those are blocked out. Like, mm. you know, Monday 1 to 3. To, uh, sorry, Tuesday 1 to 3. Thursday 1 to 3. Right. So the better you get at, like, being able to shift and go into deep work on one thing and then be out of that and be like, all right, go into this. The, you know, the more things that you can get done without having this overlapping, you know, I got a million thoughts, everything's pulling me different directions, right? right? So, and I, and I think that just, it takes time and it takes practice. I yeah. mean, you can't, you know, you can't get really good at a, being uh, productive and organized and doing deep work if you don't understand what it takes to actually yeah. do that, you know, so. I, I listen to a podcast called The Productivity uh, Podcast by Extreme Productivity by Kevin Cruz. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I haven't listened Cruz. to it much, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, great. And he says, like, successful people don't uh, really have to-do lists. And uh, what he means, I was like, well, how the fuck do you not have a to-do list? But, but what he means by that is, like, what you're saying, you, you don't put it in a to-do list, you put it on your calendar. Correct. So you schedule that block of time Absolutely. for that, and that's amazing. And it's something that I need to really learn how to do, because right now, and I'm sure you're the same, if you go on your emails, you've got 20 emails of 20 different people doing about 20 different topics that you've got to focus your mind it's, on each yeah, one. it's game over. And I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, like, that's not my superpower. You right. Know, like, but people go, like, dude, you can, and it's like, no, man, I had to really, really, really work hard to get to this place. And I think I have another, you know, 10x potential on my productivity. But right. it's, it's definitely the best it's ever been. And, um, and that is the game changer. Because if you, you know, if you ever listen to, like, science of deep work, right? If somebody interrupts you, it takes you 23 minutes to get back to fucking the deep really? work. So think about, you know, I would, I would work in, in the gym, you know, and I'm like, don't work. And, hey, look, what's up? Oh, what's going on? You know, three, four, five minutes. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it took, it legitimately, it would take me 23 minutes to get back to it. If, right. And so if you're doing four hours of work, how much good work are you doing? Yeah. Where, where now, I think, you know, we'll talk more about environments because I keep mentioning it. Like, you know, environments trigger behaviors. Like, I go to, like, I go across the street to the Hyatt where we had the event yeah. at. I go to the second floor. I go to this business lounge area. Fucking no one knows me. Nobody can come by yeah. and interrupt me. You know, Wi-Fi is off most of the time. Phone's off. Everything's off. So now it's like there's nothing, there, there's nothing to interrupt my, my time. And if I can get three hours of pure fucking deep work, that's like doing, you know, 12 if yeah, you're getting interrupted you're in all the, the time, gym. right? Um, and, and so I think for people is like the, 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 have the awareness and the realization of, you know, what's really going on? Man, am I bullshitting myself? I'm really yeah. busy. Okay, what did you get done? And I do think that that is important. Like, you know, completion. You know, say you got a lot of stuff going on. Like, man, I love it when I complete shit. You know, because yeah. you'll hear people going like, I got this going on. I got this going on. I got this going on. And, you know, that was me as well. Like, I would, man, I would, I would work longer, you know, and hustle harder than anybody, right? Like, but uh, 
that fucking doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You don't complete things, you know. So now it's like, man, I'm completing shit like really, really fast because I'm able to work really deep on it. Yeah, I love uh, that. That's know. something that I really need to do because right now I'll, I'll reply to an email of a question with another question just so I can fucking get it out of my inbox. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And so it comes back so you know that. Yeah, that's so, so it comes back in a few days just so I like <laughs> I'm getting busy. But uh, yeah, I mate, mean, you seem to be really flying. And with all this shit going on, uh, one thing that I struggle with, and I, I love to get your point on it, is switching off at night. Do you ever switch off? Because you're fucking everywhere, mate. I, I, I do. Um, and it's just like anything else, man. Like, you have to create a ritual for it. You know, and it could be fucking as simple as you want it to be. Um, I, I still have the tendency. Like, so my, my, my kind of emotional home, whatever you want to fucking call it, right, is work and training. Yeah. Right? Like if, it, you know, to, to, to escape stuff, that's what I used to always do. Is if I go train like a maniac and I can go fucking worry like a maniac. Um, so I realized same thing that like I have to create rituals to like get myself into a place. You right. know what I mean, so things like writing out the main things for the next day. And like I said, it, you know, what do you want to call it? To do list. I'm just like, I need to get this shit done tomorrow. That's right, it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's it. Right. So I get that brain dump out, or if there's anything else that's on my mind. Like, I use Evernote and Google Docs to just, like, if I have ideas and stuff, they get put in there so I don't lose them, right? Because I get anxious if I lose an idea. So I write them out. Then when I do that, I'm good. And then I have, I I try to go for a walk almost every night, you know what I mean? Even if it's for, like, 5, 10, 15 minutes, because I live by the lake. Yeah. You know, and I listen to fucking, like, something calming. Yeah. Come back. I foam roll and do some stretching. I do. I read. I don't watch any fucking TV an hour before I go to sleep. Oh, nice. Um, is that like your form of meditation? Do you meditate or is that it, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I meditate, but I meditate either in the morning or for lunch. Um, and then at night, like, you know, I put on the binaural beats, like yeah. the, the sleep stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an app, but it's like I put it on deep sleep and then I just, as you know, because you can set it for like 30 minutes. So I've I not used that before. What's that called? Binaural beats. Binaural beats, love to chat it out. Yeah, so it's just like you can choose like waterfall, you can choose like ocean waves right. crash, and then it has the like binaural frequencies that like get set depending on what you want to do. Like you can set it on focus, you can set it on nap, you can set it on deep sleep. Right. And then for 30 minutes, like I'm just laying there and I listen to that and do my breathing and I felt, yeah, I, mean, I fall asleep. Love like, that, I need to get on to that. Uh, I really I also do. been enjoying my CBD oil, man. Like that shit will not be now. Is that like, uh, uh, I was going to say heroin there. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that, that, one, that one is not putting me to sleep, I'll tell you that. Is that like the cannabis stuff? Yeah, but without the THC, right? Without the uh, active ingredients of THC and the hallucinogens. So like it, it, that shit calms you down, brings inflammation. Yeah, down. I'm not familiar with that. And I'm, the thing about stuff like that, I'm a, I'm afraid of getting addicted to it. Like, nah, you you be fine. No, yeah, yeah. So you're not getting addicted to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that shit out. So I'm, I first heard of you through Steve Krebs. I was training Steve uh, for a bit when he was in LA. He's been on the podcast as well, and uh, he was telling me you need to meet Luca. He's one of the most well-connected people in the fitness industry, and uh, and then obviously I met you, and now I realise that fucking hell, you really are. You know, everyone in the fitness industry. But I feel like. When you when you get into that level up there where where you are you are it's it's smaller like the circle is smaller would you see that no it is I you know <laughs> like when you it's go it's big but it's it's it's, it's like, big but it's smaller I I think that once you get to you know more people it's like it's it's somewhat easier um, right. to get to know more people of the right people yeah um but but that's a long process because like look you know what I mean if if you hit me up and you go like hey uh, can you connect me to like Man, I love you. So I'm like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, I'm yeah. you know what I mean? I'm yeah, connecting yeah. you right away. I mean, honestly, if somebody's talking about anything about fucking boxing, I'm like, oh, man, you got to meet Tony. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, and that's how things go. But because uh, people always say, well, how did you do that? And, and like, it's this answer that nobody wants to fucking hear. But it's like, you know, the answer is like, 
Well, you know, for 10 years, I went to, um, on 180 events. And, like, that's actually a real number, right? Shit. And, it, um, and go, you know, go to all the events, go and stay after, go to lunch, do the dinners, do the VIP stuff, buy people's products, go out afterwards to, uh, you know, yeah. to the club and buy drinks because that's when fucking, you know, you connect to people the best is when you no, it up a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and over time, like, when you, and, and stuff like little things like, where, you know, back in the day, if I had 15, 20 minutes with someone and they'd, they'd give me their time and, like, I looked up to them, man, I'd write, write them a handwritten thank you note and send them a book or a gift awesome. or something, you know. Wow. And, and I do that, like, every time, you know. So what ends up happening is next time they remember you, you know, I'd go to an event. It's like, oh, man, how you doing? Let's go to lunch, right? Right. Um, and it's the little things that you kind of keep going back to. It's the stuff that nobody fucking talks about. Like, uh, you know, uh, Jay just had a guy on, a, on his podcast, Steve Sims. Uh, that owns a company, Bluefish, and, you know, he, he talks about, like, and, and I'm a big fan of, obviously, email marketing and marketing in general, but, you know, what's your, if you have, like, 10,000 people on the list, you know, what's your open rate, maybe 20%, 25%, yeah. and then how many people click on your offer, right? But, man, like, if you sent, like, 30 envelopes, right, handwritten envelopes to somebody with a thank you and appreciation note and, like, a special gift for them because they spent some time with you or they did something... That's a fucking hundred percent open yeah. rate, you know what I mean? And how are this gonna make them feel? Yeah. And I just I don't think people do that enough anymore, man. It's like uh, it's like the lost art of connecting, right? And but you know, people people want to have this magic answer, like step one, step two, step three. And I'm like, yeah, step one, fucking go to all the events. You know, step <laughs> two, like reach out, man. Be you know, yeah. be human. Go talk to people. Buy somebody a drink. And um, but it's like there, there's I don't know if you ever heard, have you ever heard of the like formula? No. So this is a this is a good thing to keep in mind, right? Like. The like formula, so basically likability, how does somebody get to like you and to connect with you more? It's um, proximity. So proximity is obviously, you know, the more time you spend around someone. And proximity nowadays can be like, you know, FaceTime is proximity, essentially. Um, and uh, just an example, like if you walked, you know, down here every day and you walked your dog and like there's a girl that comes by and, and she's walking her dog and you do it every day for two months, like it'll, it'll be more natural. She'd, she'd feel like she kind of knows you, even though she's never talked to you. She'd actually like you more. This is like proven science right wow. like and then so it's proximity frequency duration and intensity so frequency is obviously the more often you're around someone yeah. duration the longer you're around someone and intensity is stuff like look we might be able to meet and have some drinks and all of a sudden we're having like this deep conversation about our lives and like you know divorce and business and crazy shit right it's an intense conversation so those things bump up likability right which is which is a great lesson you know honestly for for things like dating and shit like that but it's also uh, a great lesson for marketing because if you know people are like oh man i see your videos everywhere locally and i'm like yeah proximity you know frequency duration right right like, nice and and now you know and it's like some of them might be like hey 16 core exercises and 33 hip mobility drills but then i also got the podcast and i might be talking about something really personal right so there's some intensity there because you might be going like oh man shit, I got divorced too and I failed and I was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you feel the connection there. So that increases likability. And, uh, and I try to teach that to people as far as, you know, so you go back to the events. I was at proximity. I was there frequently. I was there, you know, people are like, dude, you're a fucking everything. And I'm like. But with that, what you've just said, that, that, that order and that, and that list, I feel like you do that anyway and then you've been doing that and then you've realized what you're actually doing or not rather than working on it. Correct, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's... It's natural networking to you. A lot of times you go back and you go... Like, you, you know how you, like, you, you, you study something and you go, oh, shit, I've been doing that. Yeah. Now I have, yeah. now I have a framework for it and I can actually teach it to someone right. because I understand that. 
Um, I, I do think that it's one of those things that na you know, naturally you have to be, you know, to be interesting, you have to be interested, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I think so many times people just want to extract, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and, and not give enough. Yeah. And you're so, because you're so like driven to like, oh, I just want to make it. I want to just make it. Like there's this fucking, you know, significance thing that you want to, I want to make a million bucks next year, right? Like why? You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I keep asking you why and you, you realize you just want to do it because to feel some form yeah. of status and happiness and whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I went to the, when I went to the Perform Better seminar, when was that? When I that was uh, in so August. A few months ago now. Yeah. And, I went there and I went in some of the lectures and all that and they were like, Ugh. but then we went for lunch and we were at lunch for an hour and I learned more from you in that one hour than I did from all them seminars for the full three fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I got home, my wife was like, was it worth it? And I went, it was worth it because I got to spend time with Luca and I built a relationship with you and you give us some ideas on, I think it was marketing. I was, it was the marketing social media. That's something that you're, you're big at, right? You put a lot of time and energy into your marketing. Yeah, I, I, I try to study, like, I say that I really, really am, a, a, I would say, a, a, I, I'm into the principles of marketing, right? I mean, I study marketing, period, but what a lot of people will do is go to the tactical stuff before they go to understanding the principles of human psychology. What do you mean, the, the principles, like, the, the, the depth of it? Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, put it this way, look, I mean, I, I don't think Facebook's going to go anywhere, but, you know, if it did, right, Facebook's a platform, right? You like understanding platform matters, but understanding principles, right? If I meet you face to face and I'm like, all right, I want to influence Tony to go in a certain direction with his thinking, like that's a principle of marketing, right? right? Like, and that's human psychology. So you got to understand that because it's easier to know the principles and then adapt to a platform than it is to know a platform but never fucking know the principles. Right. That's like, that's like somebody telling <laughs> that makes you sense. In, in training, right? Like, uh, hey, do six reps and eight reps. Okay, cool. So when you, when you do these programs, like the first two weeks do this many reps, the second two weeks do this many reps, right? Okay, cool. And you do it and you have some success. But then you hit a plateau and it's like you don't know what the fuck to do because you just know some tactical stuff. But what if you understood the principles of the adaptation right. of strength, the nervous system, the muscle, the muscular system, right? All these, like, you know, the energy systems, how they work. See, now I can do whatever. I can, I can fucking pick things out of anywhere and apply them to that. You know, I can yeah. go to a different platform and go like, hmm. All right, how do we communicate this message on this platform? And, like, I never go away, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. where it's like, you're the, you've heard, like, of businesses back in the day where it's like they were fucking dominant on Google. Right? Google changed the yeah. algorithm, and the next day they went from, you know, doing 10 million to zero, right? And it's like, ah, what the fuck, right? Now, if those guys understood principles of marketing, they'd be fine because they'd adapt to other platforms, right? But I, I think that there's, that's what's missing. And, and see, I'm a huge fan of marketing, not only because marketing is communication. That's all it really is, yeah. if you think about it, right? Um, and I, I think that the, there's huge white space in how people communicate. And any, like, talk about, you know, fitness business, talk about things like boxing, martial arts, any other business. Like, when you're communicating with your, with your team, right, or employees, I hate saying employees, but I'd rather say team, um, communication, you know what I mean? Empathy, social intelligence, emotional intelligence, right? When you're communicating to a marketplace or your client, if you don't have social intelligence, emotional intelligence, and you don't know how to communicate, like you're toast, you know what I mean? Right. And, and yet there's still all these conversations, like, and don't get me wrong, like the X's and O's matter, but, you know, in training you have people arguing around, like, man, you know, what's the best rep range, and, you know, should we go past 15 reps because it's metabolic, and da-da-da, whatever, right? Like, 
And the thing is, but like Susie Sue, she just wants fucking someone to understand her. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, like, what is marketing? I mean, like, people want to feel like you're understanding them. They what feel like you're communication and that emotion. So you you done a, a talk on your event in your business summit about the emotional connection that you build with people. And that comes, that's kind of what you're seeing with the commute. Uh, communication right with that because you're communicating with them you're building that emotional connection with them and then that's that's the best way to market right? well put it this way there you know people choose different ways of marketing right because it's like uh you have like you have curiosity and then you have positioning and you have all these different ways to do it but at the end of the day look people want to know like positioning yourself is important right like you go hey you know what like dude i was i have an olympic medal and like i was a pro fighter like that gives you positioning in boxing, well, yeah. for sure. But the thing is, at the end of the day, the person still has to go, like, he gets me. Right, yeah. And that's the empathy part. And, like, in your marketing, there has to be empathy, right? Like, uh, like I understand what you're going... Like, and even if, it, even if you haven't experienced it, like, put yourself in positions that you can understand. I'm like, yeah, I completely understand. I've, you know, we've had a lot of clients that felt just like you, and yeah. here's what they... Yeah. This, what it, this is what they figured out, right? Like, right. And because now... People go, I mean, look, you know, boxing, fitness, these are all scary fucking things for most people. Let's yeah, be real, right? Yeah. And um, the reality is the marketplace, it, it's changing for the better in certain areas for sure. And I, I, I definitely don't want to, uh, you know, don't want to crap on it because there's so many good people, uh, you know, coming up in the industry that I love. But it's still, you know, a lot of fitness is marketing to fit people to get fitter. And there's this humongous uh, marketplace that, like, it, it's still scared, you know. Right. I mean, I know they walk into, you know, into into my gym, and it's like, you know, I'm really, really adamant about how they get treated, like right when they walk in, yeah. you know, so that yeah. they that they feel comfortable. Because look, for that person, it's just like fuck, like weights and people, and they're only seeing fit people, even though we have like everyone, right? Like every type of person you can imagine. But so they get afraid. So the wall comes up. This threat, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. and as soon as you got threat, it's game over. But same thing. Like, hey, look, if I, uh, you know, I, I just uh, was was. Funnily, so last week helping a friend out that's that's, uh, that's uh, training me for boxing now, right? Like, and I'm looking at his site, and I'm like, the first thing that pops up is this video. It's a cool video, but I'm I'm looking at it from the eyes of you know the people that he's training, and I'm like, man, a, a pro boxer might be excited about this video, but everybody else is gonna be scared shitless. Yeah. So they're going there, and it's like, oh man, that's cool. It's not for me though. Right. Right. So it's like, what type of video are you gonna put up there? It's going to be like, oh, man, like, these are people just like me. They get me. They understand, right? And, like, so you have to study. You have to, you fuck, you have, to have conversations with your clients. You right. have to, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, really dig deep to find out. Do you think out, you like, can learn that more? Like, you know, like, the, the conversation. Like, is that something that can, obviously, you can work on it and get better, but is it, like, it's kind of like a personality. Do you think a personality trait? And, and Ailey, look, I, I definitely think that certain people are, because of their, experiences growing up and people that were around and yeah. everything else that they're naturally more i would say uh you know have better communication skills or they're more empathetic or whatever but but anything can get improved uh and like there's certain things that you just have to improve right yeah. like in 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 the fitness business world you know um it, it's one of these things like look if you want to be successful at business and you have a gym like you have to learn business fuck yeah it. i mean or or you partner with somebody who's really good at business right, right. like but but still, I I would say like you have to get good at business. Mm. It's you know there's coaching, and then there's the business of coaching. You know what I mean? So I mean, let's say under coaching you could say whatever real estate, you know, fitness, box, whatever, right? Like, and then there's the business coaching, systems, sales, yeah. marketing, you know, uh, fulfillment, like team leadership. Like, 
you know, these are two different things. And you could be a monster here, and you'll probably do well, but at a certain point in time, like, how do you scale? How do you create a system so that the business can keep growing? Like, how do you bring people on board? You know, I mean, these are, you can't fuck around. And, it, and, and, it, and it's funny because, like, sometimes, and, it, and there's nothing wrong with that, people are better to just be, like, the practitioners, right? Yeah. Um, and dominate that way and not worry about shit, right? Right. Um, but if, if you go into that, like, I, I do think when, you know, to come back to your question, is like, anybody can get better at, like, uh, becoming better communication, yeah. becoming a, a more personal person. And, you know, if, like, I've known, like, Jay Ferruja or even, you know, Craig Ballantyne for, for, for a long time. And, like, man, they've changed tremendously in that area. Like, I've changed tremendously in that area. Right, I know yeah. a lot of people, you know, Krebs has, and, and, so, and that was because of the work. You know yeah. what I mean? That's where I think of, when, when I think of that, what I said, like, I heard Jay's talk at your event and he spoke about how he was overweight kid and he was shy and he, and he wouldn't really be outspoken. And now he goes that extra mile to, go, to be outspoken and be that, that, uh, that person, like not center of attention, but I guess center of attention. Like you're, doing that, you're doing that thing at your event where, what was it called? When you all got... Oh, the improv. Improv yeah, yeah. on the stage. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he, he's worked hard at that and it's worked for him. So our first, how I met Steve Krebs before I met you is through a guy called Paul Paul Mort. Paul Mort. Yeah. Oh my so he's from my my area. Uh, if, I don't know if you noticed, the accent's pretty similar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and I met Paul, Paul Tweedler's one time, when I, and I remember I was on the airplane, and, and I, he said, if you're in LA, I'll meet you for a coffee. I didn't know who the fuck he was, but I seen his profile picture was the Paul Mort podcast, so I started listening to podcasts, and I fucking loved it, and that's what got me into podcasting. So I started, I connected with him, and one thing led to another, I met Steve and all that, but, Paul was always promoting that uh, Wake Up Warrior, is what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. So Wake Up Warrior. Wake Up Warrior, yeah. And that's where you met Paul, right? I'm no, on. so I, I've, I've, known, I've known Morty for, like, a long time. Uh, but, but, like, he, he went into Wake Up Warrior, but we knew each other before then because we were speaking at different events and yeah. stuff. So uh, Wake Up Warrior, uh, because... I seen him promoting this, and I was like, oh, fucking hell. It's like, like, I mean, I'm from the north of England, it's like where everything's just it's a kind of black or white but like this was like oh, fuck it's like a bit of a I don't know over the top over the top for, for me like I've I seen some videos where there's guys lying in the sand and they're getting shouted at by, by the guy in charge but I know that it's changed Paul, uh, Paul's life and it's changed Steve's life and I don't know maybe your life as yeah, well yeah, absolutely I mean it's you know, about that let, it, let, me, it, let me know about so here's the thing right like at a certain point in time the right thing comes and it's the right thing for you then, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. Right? And for me, that was, and like me, me, Morty, and actually Morty, Morty went first and Krebs went, like I talked to Krebs and he was like, dude, you know, this would be good for you. Because I was going through, like, you know, I, I got divorced. Uh, I was going through like all types of crazy shit in my life. And like, I knew that I needed something. Like that, that felt like the, the I mean, I, I was anxious even talking about it. So I knew, so I knew that that was probably right. the thing I needed to do. I was like, Tell me about it. How would you explain Wicked Warrior? The simplest way of, of, of doing it is like, man, um, okay, so, you know, I, I was a person that, like, really pushed the, the limits on the side of, like, my business, right, um, and fitness. I mean, that fitness was natural to me. I've been, in, you know, basketball and pro sports. And right. So, like, training to me was just, like, part of my life, right? And in, in the business arena, I was the same way, like, just obsessed, relentless, right? And so if you... You know, with Wake Up Warrior, it was one of the first places where you kind of go like, okay, look, there's, there's kind of four areas in life, right? Uh, now, there's different programs that will say five, and we, we could discuss that later. But, it, you know, body being balanced in business, right? So being is your spirituality, whatever that means, right? Whether you believe in God, Buddha, your, 
you know, your connection to self, whatever mm. that might be, right? Uh, balance is your relationships. So family, you know, if you're a significant other or, or maybe, you know, friends, family, like everybody that's close to you. And then business, business and body is simple, right? That's the ones that I was talking about. And, you know, in life, what happens a lot of time, what happened to me is that, like, I pushed the training and the business side of stuff. And I didn't even understand, like, how, you know, I was like, because I was chasing significance. When we have these things, you know, when I have the money and, like, I'm, we're going to get there, then we'll be fine, right? Like, yeah. And, and in that process, I burnt down a lot of shit around me, uh, a lot of relationships. It was kind of like the catalyst to also my divorce and all type of different stuff, right? Like, and, um, but at, at that point in time, I, I, I wasn't, I couldn't see it, right? I just couldn't, like, that's, that's who I was, right? I mean, I was like, man, this is what you do. You push like a maniac, right? Um, and, and that was painful. I mean, like, the, the whole, everything around, you know, divorce is, 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 is a very, very shitty situation emotionally and whatnot. Um, and, you know, and after, like, my relationships after. And so I, I was in a place where actually I was doing really well, like, from a, the standpoint of, like, oh, well, I, you know, people know me, whatever. Like, I got money. Uh, and, I mean, I specifically remember the day where I, would, I woke up and I was like, man, I feel, like, really empty. You know what I mean? Right. So I got to this place where, you know, you kind of chase this thing, the thing that gonna, is going to fulfill you. What you think is success? Money? Cause? Women? Yeah, and I mean, I, well, for me, definitely materialistic stuff. And yeah. I, I grew up in, like, you know, I was born in 81 in, in Yugoslavia, socialism, right? And uh, I moved to London for a while. And, like, before we moved to London, oh, wow. like, I didn't even... You know, fuck, I don't know how many TV channels we had. Like, none, like, one. I don't even yeah. know. You know, I was playing outside all the time, being a knucklehead. And, you know, then we went to London. It was like, oh, shit. Like, there's this whole world out there. And, like, people have things. And then when we moved back to Slovenia, uh, you know, in the 90, 91, there was the war. So, 91 afterwards, it was the Balkan War. And it wasn't Yugoslavia anymore. It was Slovenia. And, you know, you, should, you watch your MTV raps. And I'm like, oh, man, I want the fucking chains and the yeah. cars. And, this, and, it, and, you know, everybody seeks status right now. We could dig deeper into why that is, and, and, and you'll see a lot of doctors and psychologists talk about, like, you know, that if you weren't, um, if you had something missing, you know, when you were younger, like, whether it's connection, being, being uh, taken care of, being um, valued as much, you know what I mean? Like, you end up seeking that, right, in right. some form or another. And I, I know I did. I mean, like, you know, I was, when I was younger, I, w I was doing a lot of dumb sh shit from, like, robbing and stealing to, you know, organized crime as well. And, sure. and, and it was, but all of those things were, seeking some sort of significance and power, right? right. And, we, and we seek it through different ways. And, you know, with that said, like, that kept going. I kept going, like, when, you know, I got into business, like, man, I got to build the best business, this, that, and the other, and you burn all these things around. So, for, you know, for me, Wake Up Warrior was, like, this kind of slap in the face of, like, hey, look, like, this, this, you know, this is what you're doing, but, like, there is a way to actually develop all these areas. There is a way to be successful in this, but also be a you know a great person have a great relationship right um you know there's there's a way to you know, kind of connect to your yourself or or god or whatever like i said your belief system is um while you're improving everything right so you know that that shift of frame and like you know kind of looking at myself and like having to address some really difficult realities like that in itself was a big shift for me if right. that makes sense right and and the thing is that just was the program at that point in time and like i mean garrett you know garrett's definitely been a huge mentor for me um, and like I said, for some people, you know, I've, I've had people go like, man, fuck that. Like, I, you know, it's yeah. not connecting to me. And 
or, or where Warrior's gone, which, like I said, like, it, it's different for everybody. And, yeah. some, you know, somebody goes to a Tony Robbins event, and, like, that's the catalyst. Somebody, yeah. you know, reads Byron Katie's book or Debbie Ford's work, and it's like that begins the introspection yeah. and, and down, going down a path. That's what I've noticed, like, now getting older, like, there's, there's that many people in the world. There's, the market is for everyone, really, Ab- you know? Absolutely. There's, there's someone, someone will always be interested. Someone will always be a fan of whatever you put out there, you know? Uh, so now moving forward uh, with you've got your gym you're not looking to open any more gyms as far as I know right nah so my my thought process is and um, you know a while back I actually wanted to like I was like man I'm going to dominate and just open tons of gyms and you know then then you go through the process of life and business and growth and you go like ah you know who do I want to be what do I want to do and and, and really my mindset right, right now is just like I want to have one gym and make that the best gym on the planet. Right. Like, that's it. And then teach a lot of the, you know, what, and, you know, in some form of another right now, like, I'm coaching 70, 80 different, you know, fitness businesses and have for five years. So oh, I've, wow. Because, you know, I also run the uh, Training for Warriors business division um, as well as my own coaching program. So it's <laughs> See like. See what I mean? Well, the yeah, thing is a lot of pies. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of shit that's going on. Um, but, you know, but I, in the last, and I've, I've been doing coaching, you know, me and, me and, me and Krebs were doing coaching together for, like, I don't know, four and a half years, yeah. five maybe. Um, you know, so I've been doing coaching in some form or another for six because I was actually doing it before we, right. we put the pack together. Um, so it's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of gym owners. And, you know, having the insight of, like, you know, what, like where people get stuck and what they truly want and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and there's only a certain amount that want to scale. And I'm helping some other bigger companies that are, that are now, like, you know, kind of reaching out yeah. and I'm consulting. What's the sort of problem we're looking to scale right now? What's the sort of problems that people come up with, the business owners with skilling? Man, okay, so the, the, the problem that got you here won't get you there, okay? So, right, so it's yeah. like getting to 100 grand, you got certain problems, you know, then getting to 300, certain problems, getting to half a mil, getting to a million. Um, I would say that as soon as you start getting, you know, like, for instance, where the place that you're in, man, it's systems, but it's, it's people. Yeah. It, I, I mean, I, ab- absolutely. That is the, the hardest thing in business is managing people. Right. Um, and... You know, and that takes a, a, a certain skill set. And I would say that, one, you have to either bust your ass to, like, get really good at it. Right. Um, and I went down that route because I, I, I am, like, very curious and very driven on that side of things. Or you have to bring somebody that's really, yeah. really good at that because, um, you know, you'll, for instance, I'll give you an example, right? But, like, let's say you have the best, you know, right now I'm building systems. You have the best systems that are for sales, for, for, for um, customer service, for orientations, for marketing, for you know, everything, right? Does that mean that the person that is on your team will do that and will do it with gusto and yeah, will do for, it with, yeah. with emotion and care, right? No, it, it absolutely does not, you know? So on paper and on in video and in whatever, it, you know, that can all be great. But then does that transfer to people? And so for that, you have to be, you know, and that's leadership. Obviously, it's leadership yeah. and influence. Um, and that's why everybody should fucking study that, right? But like, you know, how to get people motivated or, or not just motivated but like i'm a big fan of you know helping the people that are on my team get to their vision while while we're while we're going towards the vision of what vigor ground is right, right? and so that means that at the beginning you have to be really good at filtering like who's the right person for that you yeah know what i mean um and once again that means that like you have to get your own bullshit out of the way and your own kind of uh i would say stereotypes and everything else uh, or bring somebody else that's done that, been successful with yeah. it, uh, and do that. I, I I would say that like from all my experience of you know building businesses, that like that is definitely 
one of the biggest things, especially in a service industry the like community. ours. What you do great, what you're telling me as well, like again, when we were speaking down at the Perform Better event, was uh, about your charity events. You've been putting a charity event on every Sunday for how long now? You've been doing it for? 10 years, man. Almost 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. 10 and, years. Um, here, man, this is, first of all, good shit on, on putting it on. I challenge you to do it. You did it, man. I love that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, you did, right? I love that. Um, but uh, it's, it's something that, um, man, I, I mean, I, I really am. Like, I, I kind of got, you know, I got, I got addicted to, to doing that. Like, in, it, it's, it's a positive addiction, like right. helping people, right? Uh, and so, yeah, we, we're getting close to our fifth 500, uh, uh, that we've done 500 charity events. And um, Wow. So this is kind of like taking off a whole life of its own. And actually in January, uh, I almost want to just put it out there so that I, I keep myself accountable to it. But uh, me and a friend of mine who works kind of like in that field, uh, we're going to start a, like these nine-week uh, after-school programs for, uh, for kids that like need that need that, like, let's just say, like, knuckleheads like I was. Um, but it's actually going to be, right now we're working on the, the intricacies of how we're going to run it, what we're going to do, but it's going to be a combination of, uh, of personal development, training, but also boxing. But uh, again, something it, like that, what, what you're looking to put on, that takes a lot, a lot of time, and again, systems as well. So, yeah. like, like what I said, how... Like, for me, if I'd done the things that you do, I think I would be spread way too thin, but you seem to be getting it done. It's a... You know, at a certain point in time, you start looking at collaborations, you know. So, like, this is a perfect example of where this is something I've wanted to do for a while, and I fucking hate waiting. So I hate, like, yeah. you know, I hate waiting for a grant or for, you know, somebody to come along and say, like, hey, we'll help you out. Like, I, I just, I hate that. Like, if I, I feel like this is something that's needed in the community, this is something that can change a lot of people. Um, and, and I'm, like, I'm inspired by it, and it will give opportunities for other people, right. you know, to, to kind of to do their thing, uh, you know, then fuck it. Like, I'm like, let's fuck it. go, you know? And, yeah. and so I knew the person that I needed to connect to with it for it. Like, who was the right person? Like, I'm like, this is what I do great. Man, here's what Marcus does. And like, he's done it. So I know he can bring that yeah. to the table. And we met up and we were like, we had first draft. He created a presentation. We're meeting again. Like, we always take the next step. And it's like, let's execute on it, yeah. you know? And and I, I, I think that's the other part of it. Like, when you drop the ego, um, you start, like, to, you know, to grow businesses, right, or to, to do, spe- like, big, big shit, like, you can't do it alone. Like, I mean, yeah. the whole, you know, self-made man, like, I, de- I believe in it to a degree, but let's be real, man. Like, fucking, you know, did you get where you, where you are without any help from anybody? Yeah. Like, man, right. we all, we've all had help. Yeah. And so once you drop the ego and go, like, look, there's just shit that I'm not that great at or that somebody's way better than me at. Like, how do I connect with them and make it a win-win situation and... You know, the, the only way I'll do any type of business is if it's a win-win. You know, that's like awesome. that, that's it. And the know? thing about your charity events as well, like obviously it's building community what helps the business. But after speaking to you, I was like, why the fuck did you do this? But you really seem like you genuinely care and you genuinely want to help people, which is pretty rare. Well, in LA, but it's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare, you know? Uh, you know, I... On the business side of things, the way that I try to pitch it is, because um, uh, you know I know you're gonna be like, what? You got another thing going on? Like, yeah, but uh, <laughs> we're we're trying to start this uh, this local kind of small business thing where where everybody does charity work, right? But if, oh, you told me about that. You yeah, know, but it's like amazing. people are like, well, what the fuck's in it for me? Yeah. And you gotta go with the like, well, dude, this is gonna build your community and culture, and it's gonna get you more leads, and it's gonna make you more money, right? You have to you have to pitch yeah, that, right? Yeah. And then they're like, okay, right? <laughs> uh, but I think that once you, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, it's maybe a fucking shitty analogy, but you know, you get hooked on you get hooked on dope, but it's like the, you get hooked on this in a good way because, you know, when you give to people 
and you see how they're fulfilled by it, I don't give a fuck who you are unless you're a sociopath. Like, you're, yeah. you're going to feel good, and you're going to be like, man, what is, what's going on here? Like, why yeah. am I feeling like this, you know? And, um, you know, in fitness, everybody is like, man, I came in to, I only want to help people, you know, because you get the whole thing, like, where you're like, hey, man, like, sell higher ticket packages or raise your yeah. rates, and, and people start going, well, you know, I'm only in fitness to help people. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Okay, can you help people with, tell me, can you help more people with a million dollars or a thousand dollars? You know, like, oh, well, a million. Okay, cool. Make the million. Give it away. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but don't tell me that you don't want to, you know, make the million. Because, like, so, you know, part of my mentality is, like, how, how can we make those two things work together? And, and you can. And there's actually a, uh, Yannick Silver, who maybe you've heard of, like, he's a, he's a great, make, great marketer. But he wrote a book called Evolved Enterprise, you know, and it talks about how the future of business really is, like, you know, companies like, for instance, like Tom's, right, where it's, it's a for-profit oh, company. Yeah. But they're doing amazing shit. I was, you know, uh, greatly inspired by them. Tom's or, the shoes. Yeah, the Tom's yeah. the shoes. Warby Parker, Parker glasses. Right. Uh, and you know, we could go on and on and on. There's a lot of incredible models, you know, of 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 doing evolved enterprise. And um, you know, I got not last year was it last year? Last year, the year before, I got to go to uh, you know Necker Island and hang out with Richard Branson, and that was a phenomenal wow. I mean, experience for me. But it's, it it really kind of like spurred that even more, you know. Kinda, you know, here's a guy that's got, I mean, like, whatever you want. And, like, he really, truly is dedicated to making the world a better place. That's I mean, like, amazing. I, you know, pers- I have personal conversations with the guy, and you're like, man, this guy, really- I mean, what are you going to do once you have, like, billions, right? Yeah, right? You start yeah. wanting to leave a legacy. And so I started, you know, kind of going, like, man, I, I, I want to, actually, the, the, the irony of it is I was invited to go to Necker Island with Richard Branson because I got voted on to have the most evolved enterprise as a small business. Um, oh, Because wow. I explained what we were doing, and... Uh, and it just fired me up to to do more of that, like in a smarter way. You know what I mean? Because it's like, because awesome. some of the shit is like you just do it and then you kind of figure it out and you go like, oh, there's a better way to do this. Yeah. Right? Um, but I I would have you consider and anybody consider that like that it it only it only does good. Now does it take some effort? Absolutely. Yeah. But but it's like you one you want to differentiate yourself. You want to do good in your community. So now we're. We're actually making all of all of the stuff narrower yeah. to be more involved locally versus because we've done stuff for like 200 plus charities, you know, and I mean, in, from big ones to small ones to per, to individuals to you name it. But I really want to narrow it down and make it youth associated and make it local. I love uh, that because it makes it more yeah like impactful, right? Like you yeah, it down. I love that. I think that's fantastic. Uh, one question that I wanted to ask you when I, when we met a few weeks ago, but I never did, is about reading. You you read books, right? Yeah. Where the fuck do you get the time to read books? <laughs> like, where where where's this time? You you seem to have more time than me um, than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you man, you just I mean, one obviously is the, the answer that you make time, but I've I got into this flow of just doing things a certain way. So I read twenty minutes in the morning. So, like, uh, would you say that you've got your, like, days, like, mapped out systems, systematic? Not all of them, but a lot. Yeah. Uh, more and more, you know, and, and structure, stru- you know, I thought the structure, structure yeah. was, uh, was, was something that would hold you back, but truly, you know, but structure actually equals freedom. Does that know? take and a lot of discipline to do that? Absolutely. Uh, I think people try to do too much too fast, you know, and that was me as well, and, um, it's just like nutrition coaching, you know, like you don't, like if you, if you came to me and failed 10 times and I go like, all right, look, Tony, we're going to give you a really detailed fucking meal plan with every meal at a certain time and you got to weigh your shit out. Like, even if you're like, okay, like you're fucking not doing yeah. it, it's too much, you know, and, and there's a ton of like, I mean, this is like studies left and right is like, if you try to do, 
change more than three habits at once, success rate is like five or seven percent. Horrible, obviously. Right. Like you wouldn't bet that on that in Vegas, right? Like uh, two habits is like a 30 plus percent. And then one habit is like 87 percent. Wow. They're there. You know, so basically like changing a habit at a time is very successful. Doing more than that is not. So yeah. I like that. If you think about it right now, if you went home and said, okay, cool, I'm going to organize my whole fucking week into blocks, dude, you're not, you're going to fail miserably. (laughs) But if you went like one thing at a time, but if you say, hey, look, I'm going to do this two hour block, four or five days a week, you know, and like, I'm just going to work on that. Like, that's all I'm going to work on. And I'm going to get this shit down for the next, you know, two, three, maybe four weeks. And what happens is one, if you're successful, what does your brain do? Like your brain is like, man, I succeeded at this, right? If I give you 10 things to do, and you do two, you feel like a failure. Right. Right? And so there's two things that are happening here. One, scientifically, this is just proven to work better because you don't get the overwhelm. And because when you're overwhelmed and anxious, fight, flight, or freeze, you yeah. don't do shit. And number two is I want somebody to feel successful. Like if, you know, you do a habit, you succeed at it, and you go like, fuck it, I can do this. Right? Yeah. Like, and so that gives you more confidence. Right? Because how do you build confidence? Well, you take action and you complete things. But if you, you know, you, how, do you, how do you break self-esteem? Well, you say you'll do something and then you don't do it. Yeah. And it's like a credit and debit account, right? Like yeah. you, you, you basically keep putting in front, into your debits when you're like, tomorrow I'm going to fucking get up at 4 a.m. and I'm going to work out, right? But you've been waking up at 9 a.m. That's a fucking big-ass gap, yeah. you know? Like, hey, you know what? Wake up at 8.30, go for a 15-minute walk for a week, you know? And at the end of the week, you're like, man, I, I, I can do this. All right, maybe I'll, you know, push it a little bit, yeah. right? So I think that's one of the key things when you come to, you know, it's really easy to go and look at somebody that's massively productive and not think about how long it took them to get there. And then you look at yourself and you go like, shit, like, look at that gap. But fuck it, next week I'm going to do exactly what that guy does. And it's like, you know, <laughs> massive fail. Like, yeah. you know, you got kids and got to pick them up and do this and that. And it, it just doesn't work out. But, you know, if it's individual to you and, and you go like, okay, well, what's one thing that I can do right now that I could change? That would make me get more out of my day. And then just start working on that, man. Yeah. And like, don't, don't trip about, about, about I the rest. I fucking love that. I absolutely love that. And that's, the best thing for me about doing podcasts is getting guests on and learning about shit like this. And I learned so much on podcasts. And, and that has been a big takeaway for me. Is this, I know, you, what's your podcast called? Vigor? Vigor Life. Vigor, Vigor Life, Life Podcast. podcast. Yeah. What do you talk about on that? I mean, it's... <laughs> I, because I have some, I have guests on. Like I try to do everything live, just like this, right? Yeah. I won't do anything over over Skype and shit like that. Um, yeah. So I mean, we've had you know everything from you know Christian Thibodeau and John Russell on muscle building, Joel Jamison on energy systems. But like me personally, I talk a lot about leadership and coaching, right. and like you know stuff from the principles to the tactics, like things that we're talking about right now. Um, you know, how do you, like for instance, how if if you're in any type of coaching field, like most people, like really kind of lose right at the beginning because they they don't know how to communicate so like they create threat on a client right? right so there's like if there's stereotypes if there's judgment you're automatically lost right so it's like how do you like communicate what are the things that you say like what are some strategies that you can apply that would go you know i mean i talk a lot about fitness nutrition but I also talk about business because principles are very um like they carry over make sense yeah right so for instance let's look at goal setting and outcomes like no matter what outcome you have in your life, right? Like, let's say outcome is, and you know, uh, make X, Y, Z money, right? $10,000 a month, whatever, right? This is just a round number. There's a certain amount of skill sets that you have to create to, to get that, right? So it's like outcome, and then below it is skill sets. What are the skill sets you need to get that $10,000, yeah. right? It's like one may be like become a better coach. One may be marketing, right? 
And so it's kind of like getting your goal and working backwards from it. Right? Working backwards from it. But I think people work backwards sometimes. Uh, like it's good to have frameworks. So this is a great framework for people to take. Is like you got, you got your outcome and then you have a set of skill sets that you need to build. So for instance, right. if you want to you know, add $5,000 a month in, in speaking gigs, right? What's one of the things you got to do? Like you got to get fucking great at speaking, yeah. right? Okay, so then those outcomes, you can break them down to daily practice. So what is a daily practice that you need to do to build that skill set that you can achieve that outcome? Right. So the daily practice might be like, well, every it, yeah. day spend 15 minutes on your speaking. Mm. Like you're reading a book on speaking, you're practicing it in front of a video camera, like in recording yourself, uh, you know, you go to a voice coach or maybe improv session, right? There's a, m a number of things that you could do daily, right? Or weekly. But that's how I work with everything, right? If I want to achieve this, yeah. what are the things, what are the, not just the skill sets, but what are the daily practices? Because that's very clear to you, right? Like if I tell you, hey, look, Tony, like four days a week, you got to shoot a, you got to shoot a podcast. Um, <laughs> Famous. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that, that's very, like, it's, it's not great. Like, it's black and white. Hey, did you shoot your, did you shoot your uh, 10 minutes of video today? Right. Oh, shit, I didn't, right? Like, you have something to tick off. And, and I think if people broke down, like, these massive goals that they have into, you know, skill sets and, and daily practices and just go, like, well, let me work on these two and, like, let me forget about the I rest. think what you're seeing there, that, that structure, that, like you said, it works for anything. And I think if you do that, it's hard to feel. Would you see it? It's hard. It's hard to feel if you've it's, got if you've got your goal and you, and and like you see it, you put them in the skill sets what you need to achieve that. Then you work on that. It's it's kind of hard to feel. It's here's the thing: is the, the the thing that I want the person to say to me if I'm coaching them is like, that sounds easy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then you can do it. <laughs> it does sound easy, right? It's like for the next two to three weeks. And uh, and there's actually th so this is based in motivational interviewing. This is a great question. We a we a I ask this question now in, on every area of coaching that I do is on a scale of 1 to 10, like how confident are you that you can do this 90% of the time, right? right. And, uh, and going like, hey, you know, zero being like completely unconfident and 10 being absolutely like confident that you can do it. And if people say 8, 9, or 10, we'll actually go ahead and make them do that habit, right? Or right. they'll do the habit. If they say 7, 6, or anything below, right, that's too, much, that's too hard for yeah. them. But I'll, ask, you know, I'll even ask, like, hey, so what would it take for you to be an eight or nine? And they'll actually start answering their own, like, kind of own yeah. questions and own problems. But the kicker is here because if you do not believe that you can achieve it, you will not do it. Right. I mean, this is just yeah. this is, yeah. this is brain science, right? Like, I mean, um, so you got you to gotta kind of have, you know, this is a tendency of a lot of people that are in coaching. Like, oh, man, you got to do this. Well, Tony, your, your business is fucked up. So you got to do this, 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 and that. Okay, cool. All right. Bye. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so I just fucking vomited all this information, but, like, did we even get anywhere? Did yeah. Because the thing is, autonomy is you making a choice. Just being fucking shit on. <laughs> I'm sitting under a tree and I've just been fucking shit on. <laughs> but I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta check myself. <laughs> shit. And no, nobody, nobody, shit nobody. For, we call that shit for luck in England. It's supposed <laughs> to be good luck. Cool, man. Great things will happen. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you know, that, I think that's the, the kicker, too, is, like, not vomiting, like, advice, like, yeah. You know, people are drowning in information, man. They're looking for transformation, and transformation is individual. And it's how do you know how do you take the next step that makes sense for you that you're confident in doing, and then let's get you consistent with that, and then build on that, right? Yeah, I think what you said there, drowning information, is and that's the reason why I haven't listened to a podcast in months because I was listening to all these podcasts and I was getting so much fucking information, I didn't have time to take action on them, right? So. I mean, this is how I, I, at least this is my kind of framework for solving this when I read books or when I do podcasts or anything like that. 
everybody gets their aha moment, right? Like, yeah. uh, so I'm reading, I mean, I read a lot of books at the same time. I'm reading a book, The Power of Moments from um, Chip and Dan Heath, which are great authors. But, you know, like I get to a point where I'm like, oh shit, this is really good, right? Yeah. And then so I get a revelation out of it. And then I write down the revelation. And then what would the action step in my business look like? So specifically, right? Rather than just writing some shit out, I'm like, okay, what would that look like in my business? And specifically, it was, it was some stuff on like how to make people feel amazing when they come in as an intern or as a coach, like right. what experience you create. So I wrote it down and then I just put an Evernote and I just leave it there because it's not on my list of stuff to do right now, but I don't want to lose that yeah. knowledge, that wisdom that I extracted from something, yeah. right? So I just have, you know, a bunch of different like files where I put down these, these thoughts that I get and how they would apply to my business. Or sometimes it might be like, I do a lot of shit, like where I might be doing something. I'll be like, oh man, I'll be great for Tony. And I'll fucking write it down yeah. and be like, I got this idea for Tony, which by the way is, is, is it's a great practice to, to think of ideas for other people because right. it just helps your brain like yeah. work in different ways and be able to solve different solutions that well. for that. Um, but that way I don't lose it and now I'm not stressed about it, right? Because if you get through a podcast or something like that and um, you're like, oh man, that was great. Yeah. And I, the next day I asked you like, so what'd you get from that? Uh, well, like what's the actionable step that yeah. you took from it? And you were like, well, I didn't then what the fuck did it do? I mean, <laughs> hopefully it brainwashed you some in a positive direction, but the point of it is, like, you consume information so that you can extract something that's relevant to you and your business and your yeah. life and then put it down. I mean, if you, you know, think about uh, Marcus Aurelius, meditations, think about the Bible, think about, you know, like any type of, I would say, spiritual work or anything else. It was people that put that, like, they experienced stuff in life, you know, and... From there, they, they wrote down their wisdom and their revelations. Yeah. Right? So but when you're doing that, why not, like, start writing out your own revelations? You know, and that's how, that's how you write books. That's how you implement stuff in your business that works or doesn't work. And right. then, you know, you, you have an answer from there, too. You know, so I think that that's the key is, like, when you are doing that, making sure that you're getting stuff that matters to you and then having an actionable step associated with it rather than just, like, yeah. you know, leaving it to be. I love you know it. What I mean? Luca, this has been a fucking great podcast, mate, but my battery's about to run out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luca, okay. if people want to find you, where can they find you? Find out more about uh, you. The, the best places, uh, so we're, I'm very active on uh, the Vigor, uh, Vigor Ground Fitness uh, and Performance Facebook page. Uh, put out a lot of videos and content. Um, then on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, all that good stuff, there's a podcast, which is the Vigor Life Podcast. Um, and then on uh, on Instagram, either Vigor Ground Fitness or I'm even more active on my own one, which is Luca Hosevar, so L-U-K-A-H-O-C-E-V-A-R. Uh, those are the best places. The, the website is uh, uh, VigorGroundFitness.com. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff, but those are the main ones. You yeah. can find me on there. You message me from there. And uh, we'll, put, we'll put all of these uh, links and all the social media in the sh show notes. So if you go to BoxingLifePodcast.com forward slash Luca, L-U-K-A, We'll get it all in there. But uh, Luca, thanks, mate. And uh, my pleasure, speak buddy. Speak soon. Awesome.